0: Hello, Sisters in Service. This is Kat Corchado, and we are continuing today with my interview with Jane Babcock. In part two, she's going to be talking about women's services, the transition between veteran and military spouses, how to find your VSO, and the difference between a VSO claims representative and a VSO rep. So stay tuned. I hope you learned as much as I did. So let's change course for a second. Let's talk about women. So when I first got out, most of the people that went to the VA were men. Uh And some of the women getting out now, maybe even prior, were just very reluctant to go to the VA because they had very few women's services, as I've been told. Has that improved? Do they have more women's services um, available now than what they used to have? Yes. Immensely, immensely,
1: immensely. Women can go for all the prenatal care. They can even deliver their baby at a VA hospital.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we can
1: have our children there. They will do all of our follow on care. They will do the initial baby exams and stuff like that for the baby. Um, you know, God forbid the baby's early and needs to be in an incubator for a while and stuff like that. If they don't have those things right then and there at that particular VA hospital, mm-hmm. they'll put you in the civilian hospital. They may, if you're a high-risk pregnancy, they may say, look, we can't. Maybe you're a multiple birth or something like that. triplets. Right. right. No, here's your permission slip. Go to the hospital down the road. <laughs> I just recently had to have a mammogram. Mm-hmm. They said, "Here's your permission slip. Go to the hospital down the
0: road because they didn't have the equipment." They didn't have the equipment. Now I do know that certain VA centers have. I mean, there's a, a woman's center in Boston. They have this huge center just for women. That's part of the VA. And I was like, "Why don't they have that in every VA? I, is it is it money? Is it need? What do you think is holding people holding these holding it back for women?" That some of these VAs don't have them and and very few do.
1: Yeah. It's numbers. It Mm -hmm. really is.
0: Yeah. And
1: in 1975, at the end of Vietnam, we had over 31 million veterans. Now we have two-thirds of that. Mm -hmm. Less than two-thirds of that. Mm -hmm. Because we're not sending thousands and thousands and thousands of troops. We're sending the same
0: troop thousands of times. There you go.
1: (laughs) Yes. So, and... You know, like my father, he went over to World War II, and he didn't come home. Mm-hmm. He didn't take breaks. He fought until he fought, and then yeah. when the war ended, he sat on a beat or a dock mm-hmm. in a warehouse for almost three months, waiting to get a birthing space on a ship to come home. You didn't have the same type of mental terror of going over, getting up to 100 miles an hour on your sense of Orientation in the country and your Mm -hmm. ability to hear the enemy. Right. And then come home, walk into the house, go, the king is back. And the wife is going, honey, you're not the king anymore. Right. Sit down, the queen's in charge. I know the budget. I know what groceries you need. I know when the kids have to go to soccer practice. Mm -hmm. And you just follow my direction. Well, after a couple weeks, the guys come down from that intense high. Mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're ripped right back on the arms of those who love them and they have the, all the guilt that goes along with you know telling little johnny that they have to leave again right and they go back overseas and they're not quite at that same speed limit that the guys are that are there and maybe yes. they don't hear something or they step on something and you know mm-hmm. so their injury rate might be a little higher again and then they come home again and they go through that whole process. And this time she's got to learn to let go of some of what he needs to have. But at the same time, maybe he's coming home and going, you know what? It's nice having her take care of it. I'll just let her keep doing that. Right. So she's doing everything. Daycare, family care, and running all the kids and maybe working full time. And Because that's what she's used and to doing so, or
0: he's used to doing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm yeah
1: and so yeah there's a lot of transition stuff that goes along with that Mm -hmm. you know even with 20 years of service you come back to the civilian world it's different Mm -hmm. is she going to work is she going to work full-time who's going to take care of daycare who's going to you know is there a before or after school program for your kids to be at while Mm -hmm. you're still at the office and she's at the office so we went through that um one year for three years Mm-hmm. I worked part-time when I was in the reserves. I worked part-time so I could drop the kids off at school and pick them up after school. I would have earned less money than what it would have cost for the before and after program.
0: Oh, right. It's definitely a dance. You're it's trying fun. to juggle so many things. I was in a male spouse room on Clubhouse, and they were talking about how the transition is for military spouses. So we always talk about veteran transition and how hard it is. Mm-hmm. But then we don't, as veterans, we don't think of how hard it is or can be for the military spouses. And I was telling them that I saw it from, you know, from my mother's side of point of view, only because my dad went to Vietnam and my mother had to hold down the fort. And I just remember my mother did not drive until my father went to Vietnam. He taught her how to drive in like three months. (laughs) So the military spouses are going through almost the same thing, but, but on a different level, but equal to what the veteran is going through, but in their world, you know, in the military spouse world, and then you have the veteran world, but they're equal, but they're different at the same time. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, so going back to the VA benefits, what are the, what do you, what would you say are the top ones? Want- top two or three things that someone should do as they're, as they're transitioning out of the military. So let's say I have a year left in the service. What are the top three things I should do to to make sure that I'm, I'm going to get my VA disability or VA benefits?
1: Strictly speaking, VA benefits, not looking at any of the job stuff and housing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You want to go back to your primary care physician You want to discuss all the injuries or illnesses. You want to have a VSO because like right now, 30 years, 33 years of four years of polluted water on Camp Lejeune. Mm. Well, that VSO is going to know it. And guess what? If your dad was a veteran and you don't realize it, but you were born there or you were born within nine months of being there, your mother being there, do we need to look at having you screen for these diseases or illnesses that are related to that water. And, you know, we hear the rumors about the other posts and stuff that are being looked at and considered, the new diseases that are going to be added to Agent Orange, Mm -hmm. things like that. So that VSO may have, you know, other questions that you have no idea are Mm -hmm. out there. And the guys on that duty, they're not going to say, oh, was your dad a marine? Was he on Camp Lejeune between 53 and 87? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> they're not going to answer that they're not going to oh, tell you that well gee your mom your, yeah your mom worked on base oh she lived on base oh she was exposed to that water too has your mom had any of these problems do you have any of these problems so that's where your vso comes in you got your active duty component and they're going to do everything they can General, maybe they're going to do everything <laughs> they can to make sure you're taken care of right yes especially if they know you have a vso because that vso is going to say okay make sure they do a uh, scan on you for this or make sure they check you for that go back and, and get that physical therapy that you kept putting off because you were too busy in the field we'll find out oh well your shoulder hurts why does your shoulder hurt is the rotator stuff do you have a slap tear you know what's going on right so that you can put those things on your VA
0: and then get and say, get your disability yeah.
1: right I have a, a, a old injury to my shoulder a Small tear in my rotator cuff is now full of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. So I've had it reevaluated. But I also had a slap tear and I didn't know. And that's a, the labrum tendon in your shoulder. And it's partially pulled away from the bone. But if they hadn't been doing the MRI to find the rotator cuff issue, I would have never known about the slap tear.
0: Almost have to be your own, not own, your own advocate, but say, oh, yeah, I was here. And then your BSO goes, oh, you know, this happened on that base. So, you know, you just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And that's where your VSO comes in. So Right. And they're going to tell you about the future things.
1: You know, military service is often generational or maybe your uncle was in and that's why you went in. Well, now your uncle is sick or your uncle doesn't have anything related to service because he happened to serve, you know, on stateside duty or something like that during Vietnam or whatever. Well, yeah, but now his wife is dead. His income just got cut in half. Yeah. Does he now qualify for the war veteran's pension? Mm. You know, it doesn't sound like much, but $35, if you shop right, can be a bag of groceries. Well, if that's all you get out of that pension that year, but then the next year, your expenses go up medically. Right. And, of course, once you get onto the war veteran's pension program for the veteran, everything in the VA becomes free. Hearing aids, glasses, all the medication. All the doctors and appointments and things like that. There is no copay if you are a pension, wartime pension. I did not know
0: that. I did not know. See, I learn something every day. You know, that's something I didn't even know about, and it's it's frustrating for me. Being out 21 years, we say, "Oh, you've been in 20s. You must know all about this." Well, when I got out, there wasn't all of this. There wasn't any of these organizations, these Facebook pages. There was none of this information. So I didn't know to go look for it because they told me like, yeah, no, you don't. Yeah. Need the Pony express was too slow. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Folks. I'm yeah. actually 82 years old. <laughs> yeah. No, you are. <laughs> oh oh but, okay. yeah.
1: It's, it's a different world out here now than when we were in. Yeah. I mean, I was until 2004 mm-hmm. and there was nothing. There was, you know, I know the Reserve and National Guards now, quote, do transition when they come back from active duty. But if you haven't been active duty in four years and you just got back from the sandbox when you did your, quote, transition, VA can provide health care. If you're injured, mm-hmm. they can provide compensation. But they don't talk to you about budget end
0: statements story.
1: or your <laughs> the personal <end>. statement <laughs> and how important it is. Right. And they sure don't tell you about the war veterans pension that your uncle needs Right. or your uncle's widow needs.
0: Well, I'm so know. glad that you came on to Sisters in Service. This has been very informative. Um, I hope who's ever listening got some good nuggets of information because Jane's got a lot of them. If you get a chance to be on Clubhouse, which is now open to Android, just saying, get on especially if you're a veteran, they've got all kinds of veteran rooms and no, I'm not getting paid by clubhouse to say this just FYI, but it's, it's, it opens your world. I've met people on clubhouse. I would have never met even without COVID. Okay. But, um, that's where you can find Jane. Jane, if someone has a question, what about a benefit or something with the VA where, where can they ask a question? Where can they get a hold of you to ask a question? Oh,
1: find me on LinkedIn. It's really easy. Jane Babcock,
0: Veterans benefits educator, volunteer,
1: get a hold of me. I will send you links to a lot of the VA benefits 101 information. and then your personal questions you can ask me if you don't have a VSO, there is a difference. There is VSO claims agents and then there's VSO representatives. First, check your state and county, because if they're state employed, you know, they've got a boss going, hey, how many claims did you do last year? (laughs) You know, how many came back favorable, you know, stuff like that. So you got somebody looking over their shoulder. Most VSOs are very, very caregiving, and they, they love the challenge of getting the benefits. But if you don't have state or county ones, then you're going to want to hook up with like the VFW, the DAV, the Paralyzed Veterans of America. They go through the same training, the same testing, the same annual training. They have the same clearance requirements. So if a veteran comes into my office, sits down and says, hey, you know, we submitted that claim two months ago. I can go in the computer and say, okay, well, it's been screened. It was sent out to schedule you some CMP exams. In fact, you should have a letter at home in the mail today. Mm-hmm. scheduling your cmp exams right. i can see all that information in the computer
0: that's awesome
1: without having to wait on 1-800 from hell the <laughs> a <health phone> number.
0: <laughs> i love that and on that note jane thank you so much for being on sisters in service it's been a pleasure i've learned a lot from you um listening to you in clubhouse and and just being um on this podcast so thank you so much for being here
1: Thank you, Kat, for all you're doing for us. And you've added a lot of listening to you on Clubhouse and stuff. Your love and your empathy for our veterans, our fellow veterans, is wonderful.
0: Well, thank you, Jane. Thank you. You're welcome. It was such a pleasure being a part of knowing more about you, but just knowing that, I mean, I'm sure we didn't even, like, touch the surface. Um, but we did get some general questions out of the way for all of you out there. Um, thank you so much for being a part of this, please stay safe, take care of each other and until next time.